Hello and welcome back to Life Tools from the Warm Heart. I am Professor Chiwaza and I'm with my colleague Yamigani. Grateful to be here today. Uh, we took a break. We did. We took a bit of a break and now we're back and we'll just keep it going. Yeah, and, and in that break so much happened. Um, and, and we are recording this in Blanter and a few weeks ago in March, uh, we had uh, probably biggest weather surprise. Uh, that was really, really hectic. And in a lot of ways, a lot of people's lives have changed. Uh, so, professors, we're starting. I, I wanted to just allow all of us to pause together with you and to just say something huge happened, something traumatic happened. How do you deal with what you have seen? Uh, it's not it's not something you just read in the papers. It's something mm. that you know is close to where you are at. Yeah. Um, and people have seen stuff they'll never unsee. Uh, the the city got into this mode where everyone just showed up and helped mm. and served together and loved on people, cooked mm. meals, gave extra clothes and blankets, which was amazing. But even the people that were given saw things that they can never see. Mm. Um, so I just wanted us to pause from there and just say, how are you, first of all, right. with, with yeah. everything? Yeah. Um, and... and sure. um, there's this trauma people have experienced. People have lost so much uh, people in their lives. How do you deal? Yeah, sure. No, it's been it's been a very, very, very challenging time with Cyclone Freddy. Yeah. Um, which really devastated, particularly the southern part of Malawi. Mm. Um, parts of the north as well were devastated. Yeah. Uh, but um, we do know that... When trauma happens, then what is trauma? When we speak of trauma, yes, we are speaking of an event that is outside the normal realm mm. of your life experience. Mm. It's something that actually threatens one's life. It's yeah. something that is beyond what you would expect to happen. Mm. And uh, with this particular event, a cyclone, a natural um, disaster, yeah. Um, Many people lost loved ones. Yes. Many people lost all their property. Mm. Um, many people actually witnessed things like seeing people washed away in the mm. river. Many people found uh, bodies all over. Yeah. And um, all that mm. has an impact because it's outside the realm. So our minds really mm. are like a filing cabinet. Okay where everything is neatly filed and packed yes. um, in such a way that when something unexpected happens yeah. beyond the filing system of the mind, yes. it's like somebody has come and opened the filing cabinet and just thrown all the papers out well, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And so we now have to redefine what life is, mm. what this means. Wow. And to regather the papers, as it were, mm. and to begin to try to make sense of life again, mm. now incorporating what has happened. Yeah. So with Cyclone Freddy, people having lost, you know, as an agriculture-based country, yeah. people lost their fields, their mm. harvests, mm. Uh, they, that they, you know, their maize fields that they had planted, yeah. all sand. Mm. The property that they had accumulated for many, many years Mm. gone mm. you know yeah uh, and so how does one then deal with that yeah 
You know, the, the first thing is obviously you grieve, you mourn the loss, you mm. acknowledge. Okay. But your mind is still processing and you're often yeah. in shock. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you freeze that, wow, has this actually happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, has this whole village, this whole community been swept away? Yeah. You know? It's tough. Um, are there all these bodies? This person I was trying to reach out was washed away. Mm. And I know that they probably didn't survive. Mm. Um, and you have to constantly live with that. Yeah. And so what we've seen is grieving, is shock, mm. is loss. Mm. Grieving the loss of what we have always known. Mm. And so how do, do we begin to make sense? I mean, many people had to move into camps. Yeah. You know, in schools yeah, and other places. Yeah, which is a big interruption. It's a huge interruption to yeah. their lives. You yeah. Know? Uh, the trauma is basically something that's not a normal mm. occurrence in your life and just interrupts everything. But now the people that are hearing the stories mm -hmm. of what has happened, mm. Mm. Uh, is there a chance that those people are being affected as well by the stories of traumatic events that have happened in the city? Yes, uh, very much so. Um, it's what we call secondary trauma. Okay. Uh, and that is where you become traumatized just by hearing mm. something that has happened to others. Mm. Uh, usually people you are close to, yeah. but it can be to others. Mm. And especially because what happened was that a lot of what was happening mm. was being filmed mm. on people's phones yeah. and circulated widely on oh. social media. So we were all seeing houses collapse. We mm. were seeing people being washed, washed away. away. Yeah. We were seeing bodies. So, so um, seeing that, even though it didn't happen to, to you, you yeah. does impact you as well. Mm. And so we call that secondary trauma. And one can also go through the stages, yeah. um, particularly with a traumatic event. There are particular um, stages and the things that happen yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, one is sort of intrusive thoughts that keep coming okay. um, that you don't want. So, for instance, those who were actually involved in the trauma will tell you, you know, I chatted with some, mm. and they would say that they can still today hear this sound of the stones roaring mm. down the mountain towards their home. Wow. You know? Um, they can hear the sound of the water gushing. Wow coming down they hear it vividly and those thoughts just keep coming so they are intrusive thoughts mm. um similarly can be in intrusive thoughts of things you have seen like even on your phone so, yeah you know they yeah. just it just keeps coming and disrupting and disturbing you yeah um so that sense of intrusion mm. um and then there are things like sleepless nights mm. nightmares mm. Um, you can have what are called flashbacks. Okay. And a flashback is when you might be sitting like we're sitting here now. Yeah. And then suddenly it's as though you're watching a movie in real time, like the event happening all over again, oh, right before your eyes. That's rough. Yeah. So it is. It's very, very unsettling. Mm. Yeah. So that's one of what we call the dissociative symptoms. You, you really have, um, uh, a flashback and it just comes out of the blue mm. you are going about your day to day life and out of the blue this mm. vivid mm. movie of what you went through what just you saw 
comes just back. comes back. Wow. And that's called a flashback. Whoa. Um, and then another symptom is the just wanting to avoid things that remind you of mm. the trauma. Mm, mm. You know? So avoiding going to places. Yeah. There, um, you know, you may look at the mountains and you'll see the scars on the mountains, mm. you know, but then that will trigger, trigger. Yeah. a reminder of what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, a lot happened. Yeah. And um, there was an incredibly amazing outpouring of support. Yes. You know, people providing food, yeah. clothes. Yeah. Uh, blankets and things, which yeah. which was which was great. Yeah. The one thing that we really need to be aware of, and what we need to talk about, here yeah. Yeah. is the psychological and emotional okay. impact. impact. Yeah. yeah. Because many people may suffer from a condition called post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Can you unpack that, please? Yeah. So basically, when you have gone through a traumatic experience, yes, you process it in such a way that you will develop symptoms yeah. that will disrupt mm. um, your day-to-day -day functioning. Okay. And these symptoms are more or less what we're talking about, the intrusive thoughts just happening, Yeah. feeling very sad, depressed, tearful, mm. feeling fearful and anxious, mm. being in a state of hypervigilance where mm. you are constantly in a state, state of arousal and alertness, mm. any little sound... <gasps> You're looking around, yeah. you know, yeah. especially at night. Yeah. You know, some of the people who had gone through the trauma of Cyclone Freddy yeah. were telling me that, you know, they are they're falling asleep at night. Any little sound, mm. they're up. Wow. Is it the water coming, coming again? again. Yeah. You know, yeah. some people had layers, I mean, thick mud, you know, up to almost roof level, just flooding their homes yeah. and lost everything wow. you know so yeah. some of the stories people were sharing yeah. so post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. is where these kinds of symptoms become very intrusive mm -hmm. and affect your day-to-day -day functioning mm. so you were talking about how to deal with trauma and you talked about grieving as a first mm. step mm. Um, what's what's another thing we need to do so with trauma, uh, yeah. one of the things that we need to do, apart from grieving, is certainly we need to talk about it. Okay. Many people want to avoid and talking say, no, I don't want to talk about it because it's yeah. too painful. Yes. But talking about it helps to release a lot of the emotions we might be feeling. Mm. Um, so it's very important to talk about it. It's mm. also important, where possible, mm. to have a normal routine. Okay. Um, I know, like, for example, if you are in a camp yeah. and you've lost your home and everything, yeah. you know, yeah. you can't go back to any form of normal routine. That's true. That's true. Um, so a normal routine where possible where you can, you know, eat, um, eating healthily yeah. and, and that sort of thing. But yeah. um, what one really needs to do particularly is to watch this thinking process. Okay. Because it is very easy to just wallow and be consumed by these thoughts. Mm. And for people who have lost everything, yeah. who have spent years saving and working you know hard. working hard to yeah. get their furniture, 
their whatever they had yeah. and it's all gone mm. it's like now i have to start all over, over again. again yeah man that thought you know and the sort of hopelessness yes. and despair yeah that can come so it's important to also not wallow too much in it it has happened mm. and one has to be hopeful and grateful that one where well, one is alive yeah you know it's easier said than done yeah but um it is something that we really need to to be very mindful of mm. and then where you find you just can't cope mm. with it then professional help okay yeah okay. it's important it's important to talk about it mm. are there tools for that like how do you even where do you start how do you talk about something heavy yeah. like that and for other people listening now it's not cyclon um it's something mm. strange that happened to mm. them they were in an accident mm. i was mm-hmm. like it can be a list of things uh, and as you're addressing that i'd want you to even just talk about those people that have just experienced other trauma yeah and that's very important to to realize that um trauma again is something outside the realm of your normal experience and as you rightly say in the examples you give Yeah. Um there were a lot of things the accidents as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh a, a robbery. Yeah. Um uh, it it's 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 a wide range it could be a rape it could mm. be um some form of um you know you know tragic loss. Mm. You know the loved one. Yeah. But also even just hearing about mm. what has happened to somebody um is very yeah. traumatic. Yeah. and can be traumatic as well. Mm. So talking about where you begin to talk about it yeah. is you tell the story. Mm. You tell your story. This is what I saw. Mm. This is what happened. Mm. So the telling of the story yeah. is very is very therapeutic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, just going through the story again and again and again yeah. helps you to process to pick up those papers mm. that were scattered yeah. in the analogy I gave of the filing, filing cabinet. cabinet yeah yeah so to pick those up mm. um is going to be very very important mm. do you think when you have been through a traumatic event it's important to still be engaged in community or it depends on the personality of the person one of the things that we know about dealing with trauma is that returning to a routine yeah is very very important okay because a temptation is to withdraw mm. so that you just wallow in the sadness yeah. and in the grief of what has happened mm. um but returning yeah to some form of routine gives that sense of normalcy yeah and that's something we need because that sense of normalcy gives us a form of stability yeah because the trauma has just completely thrown us mm. and so we need some stability some yeah. sense of normalcy that yes all this has happened yeah but there's still some stability somewhere there's mm. i there's still something grounded that is familiar mm. the sense of familiarity mm. and that's very very important mm. Um now there are a lot of people listening that are parents uh, or their best friends or their leaders um is there a way they can be uh, I'm going to use this word trauma informed mm. um what can be helpful for them um to as they walk with someone who has gone through so much trauma 
Yeah, sure. So one of the most important things is to recognize that what the person has gone through is outside the normal realm mm. of life experience. Yeah. And so being patient with the person. Mm. Allow them to process and to react in their own way. Okay. You know, don't force and say, no, 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 you shouldn't. You have to behave this way or that way or you mm. shouldn't cry or you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Give them that space. Mm. If they do want to be alone for a while, let, let them, them be. be alone. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Mm. And then just having that empathic ear, that is, you know, just to listen to them yeah. as though you are wearing their shoes mm -hmm. and understanding is very, very important. Yeah. Encouraging them that there is, there is hope. Okay. But also, you know, helping them as far as much as possible to get back into some routine. Okay. You know, yeah. if it's going back to school, if yeah. it's going back, you know, um, because that routine yeah. is very, very powerful. Mm. 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 And patience, especially patience. Patience, right. Yeah, very okay. Um, are there things uh, we need to be aware um, there are a lot of people that believe different things um, about life, about uh, why things happen. Mm. Um, and some people have said very unhelpful and kind things. Mm. If you are a victim of something that has happened to you that is really traumatic, but you cannot stop what people are saying that's mm. triggering you, mm. what can you do? Yeah. So I think the first thing is to acknowledge that people always want to make sense of what's happening. Mm. People seek um, explanations. Okay. Even for things which, there are some things which we have no explanation. You know, it's yeah. part of life. Yeah. But we want to have some measure of control, or at least <laughs> believe we have some measure of control yeah. and have some explanation. Mm. Um, and so people will, will often talk. So what one needs to decide right at the beginning yeah. is that um, one, people will talk, yeah. but what they are saying is not about you. Yeah. It is a reflection of how they themselves are trying to make sense of what's happening. Mm, that's a good one. You know, people yeah. have, have made very, as you say, very unhelpful comments yeah. Um, you know, like, 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 like to some parents, they've lost a loved a child or something yeah. as well. You know, maybe there's something in your life that, you, you know, because yeah. they are just trying to make sense themselves of what has, of happened. What has happened. Yeah. So if you see it for what it is yeah. and see that that is their way of mm. trying to process it, yeah. um, then you won't take it so personally mm. and it won't have, have that um, impact on mm. you yeah it's still hurtful yeah it's still unpleasant but recognize that it's just their way of trying to come to terms with mm. it now as we wrap up any uh, last encouragement uh, to someone who has been through who's dealing with trauma yeah sure so one of the things to say is that you know there is a tremendous amount of uh, it's important to have a tremendous amount of hope mm. Um, because it's easy to think that and what has happened defines who you are. Mm. It doesn't. Mm. It is an event that has happened. Yeah. 
yeah. but it does not define you. Mm. So that event, yes, becomes part of your story, part of your life experience, yeah. but you can use it to help you grow as mm. a person. Mm. And what is often useful is to think of the times when you were at your best, when you were happy, when things were going really well. Yeah. And as you think about that, that time and you engage all the senses, yeah. you know, the smells you've smelled, the sights you saw, the things you heard, yeah. it's almost as though, to use computer language, you are downloading yeah. that into this current situation. Mm. And mm. it gives you a frame of reference mm. that although this is what's happening now, mm. it's temporary, but um, it doesn't, and it won't always necessarily be like that. It won't always be like that. Mm. Thank you so much today, uh, Professor, for taking time to talk to us thank about you. how to deal with trauma. Um, once again, thank you, and dear listener, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much.